0: Hi, I'm Amy Schneider, and these are just cards. i also still feeling a bit stuck for myself. I'm a bit just not able to find the motivation to get things done that I, I really need to get done. Um, and so I've got a specific spread in mind about motivation, but for today I decided to retreat to the comfort of want-need-looking-for and see what that can tell me about what I'm trying to do and maybe give me a hint as to why I'm stuck in it and and it did, although it wasn't the most encouraging hint I could have gotten, but we'll we'll see. And so the first card, what do we want? Uh, and there we see the sun reversed uh, the sun we've we've seen recently with its cute baby on the horse, <laughs> right? Uh, and as we discussed it, it represents joy a kind of transcendent joy and light in the world that wonder and excitement about everything when everything seems new. And as part of the uh, the Breakthrough Trilogy that I talk about, along with the moon and the star, uh, when we have really reached almost enlightenment, I guess you could say, when we've really come to an understanding of the deeper things in the universe beyond the physical reality we see day to day. So, I mean, that's it's pretty easy to see why we would want that, right? Joy sounds great, but, I, you know, why is it reversed? And we'll see the answer to that, but it's it's dependent on the other cards, so we'll, we'll move on, and, and as usual, I save the need for last. So what are we looking for? And there we see, interestingly enough, the star another member of that Breakthrough Trilogy that, that we've discussed. The star represents peace and calm and understanding. Uh, we see a, a naked woman pouring water into, uh, into a pond and onto the ground from cups that seem inexhaustible as she is lit by one giant star and, and seven smaller ones. Uh, and it is it, it conjures up a very peaceful scene to me at least. I can feel the stillness and the silence broken only by the running water. Um, and it really represents that you know again that sort of enlightenment, but the peaceful side of it, what uh, what you might think of as nirvana in a Buddhist tradition, um, and that that inner peace that comes when we are in touch with the universe, when we are in touch with the stars, and when we are in touch with ourselves and our emotions, and we see them as the inexhaustible resource that they are, and we are overflowing with them, and we are able to share them with others, but in a calm, gentle way. So I think, okay, here's, here's what we see here. We want joy, but aren't willing to acknowledge that to ourselves for some reason. Uh, So we're looking instead for peace and calm and acceptance. This all still makes sense, but what is it that we need? And here we see the six of swords reversed. So before we go any farther, we can already see something clear here, which is that we want the sun, we're looking for the star, and these are these big cards in the major arcana. You know, not just the major arcana, but, you know, in my opinion, two of the sort of climax cards of that set. And so what the tarot is telling us, first of all, is uh, slow down a little bit. Let's maybe look for something a bit more achievable, shall we? Let's maybe not look for inner peace as a way of getting to transcendent joy. You know, it'd be great if it worked out, but Let's 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 ease up a little bit. Let's expect a little bit less of ourselves. Uh, but beyond that, though, the six of swords, like many of the swords cards, is is sad. It's a sad image. We see a boat being pulled along with what appears to be a mother and a child sitting in it, their backs to us, uh, hoods pulled up, apparently in mourning, and the six swords. Impaled in the deck of the boat. Uh, and this card does represent sadness and grief and loss. Uh, although it's again worth noting, minor arcana, less serious. This doesn't necessarily have to represent, you know, a major loss, the death of a loved one, anything like that. Uh, it can it can mourn the smaller losses that we have in our lives. Uh, and it also represents that you know that stuckness, you know, that inability to to move that comes with grief and loss. You know the the boat, despite this being a card of swords, a card of air, is being pulled along. It doesn't have a sail. It's not being propelled by the wind. You know the water is flat and calm. We're not in touch with it. We're not being pushed down into the water. The swords appear to be weightless. So we're not in touch with our emotions. They're not moving us. The air isn't moving us. We've lost the ability to, to make changes in the world because changes in the world have hurt us. And we can't do anything about that until we've moved on. And so this and its reversal and the sun's reversal, I think, are are pointing to uh, a situation where we're not acknowledging what's hard in our lives right now and the things that we have lost. You know, speaking for myself, my life is going pretty well right now. I've had a lot of very good things happen to me recently. But there's been hard things, too. And there have been things I've lost, too. And I think that I've been ignoring them and not letting myself acknowledge them because of all the good that's happening. You know, we can sometimes feel like we don't have a right to be sad about something if there's enough good things to, to overbalance it. But it doesn't work that way. It's not, you know, it the math doesn't work like that. Losses aren't offset by gains. They're just two different things, both of which we feel. And this is why the the sun is reversed as well, because we're not uh, acknowledging the losses that we've had. Uh, So we can't let ourselves know that we want joy because deep down we recognize that we have these losses and we recognize that to seek joy is to uh, belittle and undervalue the losses that we've felt. We don't feel like we deserve joy, but we don't feel like we deserve mourning either. And of course, we're wrong about both. So I think the thing that is leading to this feeling of stuck, feeling of stagnation, you know, the way to break through that is to mourn what I've lost, even though it's not that much, even though it would seem trivial to somebody else. And I would invite all of you to, to take some time for yourself to do the same. You know, remember, you don't have to justify it to anyone. Uh, you don't have to explain it to anyone. You don't have to tell somebody that you're mourning something that seems kind of stupid, you know. Even if it's just an earring that you lost that was important to you. Even these small things like that, they... They deserve their proper level of mourning. And when they're not, they just stay stuck in the boat with us. And we're unable to move. So let's break through that. Let's mourn our losses. Let's lighten that load. And then we can see what to do from there. It's probably not going to be the star and the sun. It's probably not going to be transcendence, and that's okay. You know, we've been trying to use those because we feel they're powerful enough that they they could uh, erase our losses without us having to to see them. But they're not. The only power on earth that can lift the weight of this grief off of your shoulders is you. These are just cards.